0: It's time once again for another episode of the Buckhead Business Show, being brought to you by the Buckhead Business Association, broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel Studios in Atlanta. And
1: now, here's your host for today's episode. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. I know the rumors are out there that there's rain in the south again, and we're here in Buckhead today, but the rain never hits us in Buckhead. We are looking at that billion-dollar view looking south toward the city, and I can just barely see the rooftops of the other Atlanta. But we're here in Buckhead enjoying life, and I think you'll be glad that you're with us today. We've got two fabulous guests today. We've got some guys from a company called Matchbox. <laughs> Matchbook. matchbook. excuse matchbook. me, not Matchbox. I keep messing. <laughs> we, need, we need some fire today, so I was thinking Matchbox. <laughs> but we're going to use the paper matches today. So we're going to get Matchbook Media and PR, uh, Matchbox Media PR, and they're, they're Noah and Taylor. And we're going to introduce some individuals as we go through the process today. But, boy, these guys have got some exciting stuff going on there, headquartered over at Strongbox West here, uh, West Midtown, and actually doing some very cool, neat stuff and we're going to be talking about the individual things that happen as we go through the day and interview them. And we've also got in our studio today one of our fabulous REMAX agents here from the Buckhead and Brookhaven area. Joy is going to join us today and also tell us a little bit about the residential real estate market and how she's just a little bit different than your typical agent who finds you the perfect home. Well, perfect home, right? Oh, very perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got that sound check in. We just did a little PR there. Papa says. So let's start out with Noah. Now, Noah, we you know that there's about – there's about 10,000 uh, people in the studio today, and we've got to swap seats a little bit. So talk to us about how you're going to be the, the voice entertainment today. I know I'm going to tell about yourself. <laughs> God, don't no, give us one well, of
0: them. Well, uh, well, a little bit about me. Uh, so... Um uh, really, I, I got into the entertainment industry at a young age. Uh, basically, started R- doing right after birth, right? Right after birth, right? Right out, right out the gate, you know, if you will. I think that's the the, the PG version of saying it. Uh, right out the gate, you know, I, I really wanted to to create things, so I started making uh, my own characters, my own comics, if you will, and just kind of started building out uh, storyboards. And now, storyboards for people who don't know, it's almost kind of like plotting out, like, small imagery, like, building out a comic of what your story's gonna be like. And, uh, I got into that at a young age, but what I wanted to do was I really wanted to tell stories. So I eventually started drawing my own characters and started animating, but along along with that, I started doing voice acting. Now, voice acting is something that's really passionate to me, and, uh, I wanted to continue building off of that with my career, so uh, I got into the animation industry, and I started doing a lot of film in college, so I was able to develop more uh, characters as I went along, but uh, yeah, who who knows what characters I'm going to come up
1: with uh, Uh, later on, I guess. There (laughs) may be some visitors (laughs) taking seats here. Now, there's another thing about your background I think you need to share with us. Mm -hmm. Not only the animation, but sometimes uh, the computers weren't as fast and as good as we are now, so you got into comic books, didn't you? Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah, yeah tell yeah. us a little about that comic book experience. I bet you made some really neat posters for the Friday night events in college. Oh
0: yeah, no, that's that's the thing. I, like I uh, definitely uh, we had uh, back in high school, we had underground newspapers. I would always make like you know like oh wow, it's too edgy. We're talking about the vice principal. Wow, <laughs> you know. So we always did stuff like that. Censorship
1: I, I, came early in it, your life, <laughs> absolutely. Oh no,
0: we we fought our battles, but uh, yeah, I've I definitely had uh, a lot of fun growing up and and doing this stuff. But I realized that. Uh, I wanted to do it all the time. You know, I, it, it wasn't a hobby for me. It was, a, it was a lifestyle, and I really wanted to make new things. So uh, I eventually uh, kept working at it uh, and developing new things for uh, entertainment studios. I started working with a lot of people. I'm originally from the Northeast, by the way. Uh, we, we, uh,
1: figured, we figured that Vermont, New Hampshire might be in your, in your background. Close somewhere. enough.
0: I'm Connecticut, <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. It's right one of those small, right funny states,
1: squares, raw. Now, there's one other thing there about that process. Uh, so you've been censored early. Yep. Uh, you, you, yes. you talk funny voices. Yes. You're in the entertainment business now, and you're in the media and PR business. Now, you're, uh, you're a pretty exciting guy, so you, y'all have got some good things we're going to talk about after the break that you oh, and your partner sure. Taylor are working on. But Taylor, let's run over a little yes. bit here and talk about you for just a minute because I know you guys mm-hmm. do some very neat things together, and you've got a front porch over on the near west side.
2: <laughs> right, yeah. We're really excited to have you uh, and anyone else uh, come by and have a glass of tea on our front porch anytime. Um, But, basically, I started out pretty early, as did Noah. Um, Right out of the gate, okay? We got that part. Literally uh, was was doing uh, television and commercials by the age of eight um, and was pretty full-time as an actor during the summers by the age I was nine, Uh, by the time I was the age of nine, and I loved it. Uh, My first film set really uh, honestly changed my life. I've never seen such positive collaboration and so many people coming together in the spirit and effort of something greater than their individual selves. Um, so from that point on, I knew that I needed to make it my life's mission uh, to find a way to work in this business. I thought um, for about 15 years that it would be as an actor. Um but uh, after going to uh, SCAD in Savannah uh, on an acting scholarship, I, I, I found that advertising was actually what I really cared about. Um, so I ended up doing really well with that program and moving to Atlanta. Um, I uh, was able to work with, um, with a, a pretty well-known producer in town, um, interning on television shows, working as a production assistant, and then doing publicity for a film festival, an annual festival here in Atlanta. And that led um, to me getting uh, solicited, my first client, uh, as a publicist. And it was awesome. I got to go to Nashville to represent a celebrity on his film project. He introduced me to the executive producers. They let me represent the entire film project. Um, And I had to Google how to write an AP-formatted press release in the hotel room in Nashville. (laughs) Because I studied advertising and copywriting, but not public relations. Now, which
1: English do they speak in
2: Nashville? Uh... (laughs) It's, it's like a southern L.A. <laughs> blend of language. I don't know how to describe it. it. It's got a little flavor, but it's also very curt. Um, but anyway, so uh, I got back to Atlanta after that experience, and I was just really passionate about uh, the city and the state, realizing that there were so many talented creatives, uh, whether you're an actor, a, an illustrator, an animator, a director of photography. So many people were here, but they did not have the tools they needed to get work. And coming from a, an advertising and marketing background, I realized that I could go ahead and keep playing you know, with people who are already established and maybe make it a little easier on myself breaking into this business. Um, or I could <laughs> take the hard road and work with all the people with no money and resources and try to help them break out in the business. And so that's what Matchbook was founded uh, upon. Um, We we worked with actors uh, starting off uh, primarily and have had for over three years a 100% success success rate with our program. Um, If an actor did not have an agent and they came to us and worked with us, we got them an agent. If they had an agent but hadn't booked an audition yet... We worked with them, and they booked an audition. Audition. Mm -hmm. And so that was amazing. And now we have uh, our former clients have gone on to star in Paramount Pictures alongside Mickey Rorick, starring on season two of Ballers alongside The Rock, um, all the way to shows like Scream on MTV. I mean, the list goes really on and on and on. And so now, looking looking back, you really can't tell me that as an actor in the Southeast, you can't break out of this well, market. You've certainly helped Very change true.
1: the mold a little bit here. I know that you've got some really interesting things coming up. But as we, we think about business here in Buckhead, there's, a, there's an interesting process, and it was A quote just popped to my mind, and both of mm-hmm. you guys have already exhibited this, and I know that Joy's probably going to tell us a thing, but there's two important days in your life. Well, number one, Noah said it early, the day you're born.
0: Absolutely. And right. then there's
1: that day you figure out why you were born. Right. It sounds like both you guys have, if, if, have figured it out. But how did you get together, and how did you start Matchbook?
0: So I want to add uh, really quick, too, because he got to jump ahead. I was oh. like, I, I only got stopped <laughs> at high school, but no. <laughs> no, but uh, but yeah, so the thing is um, – uh, to, to continue with what, I, with what I was doing, I was building out uh, a lot of stuff with my career of telling stories. That was my passion. And got a, getting a chance to work with uh, animation studios and game studios down in, uh, in the Northeast, I had a great experience. It was really, really fun. I got to work with NBC and CBS with new film and television programming. But I realized I wanted a new frontier, so I moved down to here in Atlanta because I really wanted to see what was, uh, what was all the commotion about. I really wanted to try something new. And, um, and
2: when did you move to
1: Atlanta, Noah?
0: I moved to Atlanta about uh, two and a half years ago. So, uh, so yeah, no, this is uh, it, it's gr- honestly everyone's been welcoming. Thank you, by the way. I appreciate <laughs> down,
1: everyone. down, down south, yeah. and at home now. Right? Now you exactly. were here about you've been here about three years, right, Taylor?
2: Actually, um, I'm born and raised uh, in Georgia, uh, in Covington, actually, and I've been in oh, Atlanta. Um, I founded Matchbook in 2011, okay. and so um, before Noah got here, we, uh, like I said, we started working with individuals, right? Mm-hmm. Well, by the time 2012 rolled mm-hmm. around, we were doing larger-scale events, working with larger groups and organizations by the time uh 2013 got here i had the opportunity to executive produce the first ever sag after new media pilot out of georgia we ended up going out of the new york office because they weren't quite <laughs> they ready weren't ready for, for georgia yet yeah because it was a very forward thinking concept at the time not a lot of people yeah. unlike noah who's made a really solid career in new media here in in this market people weren't really a, a they were putting things on youtube but they weren't making uh, professional projects, you know, industry standard projects. And so I was, you know, just like, why don't we try to do this? Um, Mm -hmm. so that went really well. We ended up breaking out uh, several actors for that, uh, ended up getting a dozen, uh, um, we made over a dozen SAG eligible on one project and that, that changes a lot of lives. And so from that Mm -hmm. point, um, I ended up producing for television for a couple of years, working on different programs here in Atlanta. And then, um, Finally, about the time Noah got here to, to Georgia, I was producing um, an action thriller with uh, Ving Rams and Luke Goss called Operator, and that was amazing. Wow. We were able to, because I've, I've, I've been very active lobbying, too, so um, if you haven't heard... Well, I've if seen you
1: down under the gold dome. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: and the Georgia Production Partnership is a great organization. Um, if you're listening to this, please check them out. They're the voice of the industry in Georgia, and they work really hard to make sure that we have the industry changing and and creating tax incentives
1: that well, go make ahead all plug, these go careers ahead and possible. Go ahead plug that website very distinctly while you're talking. GeorgiaProduction.org. All
2: right. And they're actually having a meeting today with um, Tom Luce, uh, oh, the executive
1: producer of The Walking Dead. Oh, so, my. That's, that's yeah. certainly something. Well, Noah, you got to Auburn. You got to Auburn. You got to Atlanta about mm-hmm. uh, about two years ago, two and a half years ago. And, and how did you find this guy?
0: So, okay, so uh, basically what I, what I was doing, even when I was in the Northeast moving down here, I was still working on uh, new media development. Now, we both really, really appreciate the uh the the forward thinking with developing new your own project because i always truly believe in that anyone can make something they just need to get out and do it and uh we were able to develop uh, me and a few teams were able to develop uh, videos that have millions of hit millions of millions of hits worldwide and we had great success with it but what I really wanted to do is wa- I wanted to find someone like minded who could really translate traditional and new media and utilize all the best aspects of it uh going through di- doing different events and doing different things with uh, uh Around Atlanta, like doing some nonprofit help and everything, we actually ran into each other. And basically, I want to say what, maybe like two, three conversations, not even. Uh, we just kicked it off. We were just kind of like, wow, you know, we. You make a lot of sense. What well, Taylor the, said,
1: the collaboration is one of the things that impresses people about Atlanta. We've been so blessed to have people find oh, each for other sure. in our environment because we, we don't have all those walls. We, mm-hmm. We're a little more friendly some days.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. As soon as Noah and I were able to get together for longer than two minutes at a time, <laughs> the moment, um, we just really hatched out a plan to relaunch the company together because – um, by the time he got here, there, there were a lot of things changing. You know, with the industry, things are going more digital every day. And right. uh, the models of making films and television shows, those those things are shifting every day. The way we distribute those programs and projects is also shifting every day. Um, so after Operator, we premiered that project um, at Cannes, um, and it got distributed worldwide. So it's called Different Things in Several Different Countries. And um, now, you know, with the same aspect that you can't tell me that you can't break out an actor out of this market. You can't tell me that you can't produce a project that mm-hmm. goes somewhere out of this market. Right. And so what Noah and I, when we got together, we both shared that that goal. However, I'm a traditional media guy. I've, I've learned and I, I feel gotten pretty good at dealing with public relations work, especially press releases and distribution. But and also, you know, traditional producing work, you know, when it comes to television and film. But when it comes to new media animation, and I think he should talk about this a little bit as well, Game, gaming oh, and yeah. game design, um, we just complemented each other so well. We had similar production management skills and philosophies, similar public relations skills and philosophies, but we both shared very different skill sets and when people can come together that understand both their challenges and their strengths and find people complementary to those i think you can do a lot and we've only been together now as a as a company since about march and already we have done some major things in uh, six six
1: months in the new relaunch of the company let me if i may let me talk about something fun and we'll go back to gamification and animation with with noah i was on a conference call yesterday or a webinar or or listening to somebody at least way smarter than i am about gamification (laughs) and i was it was a telesales type call and i had folks talking about the gamification just on a daily and hourly basis of letting people have fun while they make those 60 phone calls an hour or those 30 connections or whatever they're doing and it was very interesting to see how the animation Mm -hmm. and the keeping of score and the and moreover because of our technology to be able to report that score on a dashboard, so that everybody who needs to know what's happening doesn't have to ask. Right. And presenting things to us in in a video and presenting things even graphically or audi- in an audible manner, mm-hmm. subliminally, right, was one of the key things that they were talking about.
0: Yeah, well, so, I'm I'm very passionate about the uh, the animation and the gaming industry uh, specifically because there's so many different ways to tell a story. Uh, in any kind of medium.
1: Color or but, black and white to start with.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. But what's what's fantastic about, uh, uh, with animation, what's great about it is you can bend reality as, as far as you want to. And with games, you can actually put someone in a driver's seat and have them feel experiences right away. That's what's great about concepts like game games. That's,
1: that's back to that 3D stuff.
0: Right. Well, <laughs> right. not <laughs> you know, it's funny too. Even Even a pixelated 2D game, can make you feel something, by depending on the narrative or the story or the actions it makes you do. And what's great about it is, you know, I'm not going to get on a rant about, like, gaming as art. No, but, but I'm, 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 ready, I'm ready for
1: your Pong imitation now. Go ahead. 2D, pixelated. I know. Okay. But,
0: <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, basically uh, it, it, what's cool about it is you can make people laugh, you can make people feel a really heartfelt story, or you can get people in a, in a room where they want to socialize, where they didn't feel like they can bond and have a connection. The gaming industry has a really – fascinating way to tell a story like never before and the way I see it is it's a great way to bring people together to have fun but also to explore what you can make so I I always encourage uh, people who want to get into the industry or people who are in the industry to uh, take what's good about the old and make something new but also enrich someone's life with your story.
1: Well, we, we've, got a, we've got a lot of excitement to go on. and I think uh, 3D, black and white, all those different things. But, you know, here we are in Buckhead today with a little, with a little bit of, sp- of uh, not springtime weather. What is this? This is almost winter weather.
0: We uh, monsoon there. weather? No, <laughs> no. Nah, <Is> it? nah, <laughs> nah. It's just a little <laughs> bit London of rain in weather. the south. But, <laughs> yes. You know, we're
1: here because of the Buckhead Business Association and the things that people find to be exciting and interesting. I want to make everybody aware that we do meet once a week. Well, gosh, just once a week. That comes up every Thursday morning. We meet over at the City <laughs> Club of Buckhead. We have a lot of good events. We do some things after hours so that people can stretch out and not have to get up early every morning. But one of the things we've got going on is the annual luncheon coming up in January. So that's, uh, we want to make sure that everybody watching and listening to the show mm-hmm. remembers that they saved that third Thursday lunchtime of um, – of january to come down to the rich where are we doing it this year i think we're doing it over in the marriott again right
0: um it sounds good to me yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm there uh, and, and rich is <laughs> not even going to pronounce t- the, spe- <laughs> the speaker but let me tell you what we've got a speaker this year that is going to matter of fact go to the website Buckheadbusiness.org business.org dot look at the speaker and there'll be a test because this guy has uh, one of those folks who paid a seal to come live in his home not a seal like is the one with it does the fish. Well, this this <laughs> right. is like one of the seals that like go to Iraq and do fun things. <laughs> oh. But uh, this is a seal he had lived with him for thirty days to change his life. So wow. as we said back back before the day you're born and the day your life changes. Can you imagine having someone uh, get you out of bed every morning before your coffee and tell you what you're going to do to get yourself in shape to be ready to face the new world? And as you said with gamification, animation, and all those things, we're facing a new world literally almost oh, sure. every day, every day. So. Well, hold on a, a moment on your other project. Let's talk with Joy, who's one of our good Remax agents, joining us in the studio today to talk about residential real estate and why it's the most important place you can put your head, right?
3: Um, yeah, I've seen real estate at its lowest, and I've seen real estate do really good. So um, I, I decided to get into this about 11 years ago. I've been doing sales. For quite a while now, um, as a little girl, I was handing out you know merchandise in my grandfather 's store, so I think I acquired that oh, I want to help people. And um, the other side of me is very analytical, numbers, numbers, numbers. So I feel like I address my career now. I, number one, wanted to be an entrepreneur.
1: Well, thank you for that. That's one of those bold steps.
3: <laughs> yes, and in order to make that step, I thought real estate might be a good transition. Who knows where I'll be? I'm not ready to give up to the end <laughs> on what the the may, the mate best job or the best career would be. But at this time, um, I am very entrepreneur. I run my business um, very detailed. And one of the things that I grew up with and took it all the way to my adulthood was customer service. I've been treated really, really bad in my life through vendors going into stores, buying things, getting cheated. Maybe it's because I, you know, I felt like when you buy a car, you're a woman take <laughs> for them for granted. But I, I strive to be really smart. I try, I try to be like on the up and above. So when it comes to a customer buying a home, my goal is to make sure they get the best value. I'm not trying to just push the home on them and they live in it and then they're miserable. The, the fact of the matter is I see a lot of agents that leave their clients hanging. They just, you know, go, show up when they can. They don't answer the phone. They, the, You know, they, the customers are complaining to me that, you know, they wouldn't take me to many places. They, just, they wouldn't tell me about the details of the area. And they certainly didn't go through the research. And that's what I pride myself on is a lot of numbers and research, know the area, know the neighborhood, know, you know, what the best value is, because not only are you buying a home to live in, you're buying that home. So in a few years, you're making money on it. That's my mentality and how I run my business, that I want not only myself to make money, but I want everybody around me to make money.
1: So that, that, that home is your nest egg, right?
3: Yeah, exactly.
1: How, how, how in the marketplace today, we all heard the story about buy a little bit of Buckhead and take good care of it. I'm sure you service the entire metropolitan area. But talk about some of the hot spots in our community.
3: Um, well, obviously, Buckhead. Buckhead has made a huge transition. I mean, we saw it back in, you know, 2005, six, and seven, kind of like look like a deserted little area. But now you've got the village, which is incredible incredible I mean I've traveled all over this country and I would say it's real close to rodea drives I mean I it's it. looking yeah. really really good mm-hmm. and and you know just to kind of transition with the guys here I have sold homes all over the city and noticed in in town a lot of actors a lot mm-hmm. of people coming to Atlanta that you didn't you didn't see that 10 11 15 years ago when I was I mean here and the the city has Definitely transition to the opportunity of all kinds
1: of careers. I mean. Oh, everything around, around media is just, uh, you know, from Comcast on, alone, bringing 1,000 new people to the city to, to be out by the stadium where they've got the highest speed Internet in the city in the area. <laughs> right. but, you know, it's just amazing the opportunities we have now to do things that we could never do before. Uh, the commercials about the smartphone, wow, what, what's a smartphone going to be next month? That new commercial with the uh, let's see, can we do we have a Motorola plug here for Moto? <laughs> can, we, can we can we use a name like that? We'll have the, to charge them. Yeah, We'll have yeah. to charge them. But yeah. When you just think about it, uh, the experiences you can have now with just a little two-inch half sc- half half-inch screen, or your iPad, or your or your tablet, or or your billboard, who would have ever thought? Yeah. And you, and you, uh, do you have your face on a billboard yet, John? Um, no, Not because <laughs> honestly, I'm,
3: I I built my business through the internet. Right. I learned quick. Yeah. Well, that's that like being a billboard. Technology was the way to go. A lot that's of important. real estate agents still live in the old school where you just sell to your neighborhood, you mm-hmm. know? And I get, I mean, my forte is to react to that technology online That's i mean great. i am like really into that and i'm not such a young chicky d oh, no <laughs> <idea>. <laughs> and, you, you know
1: you have celebrated your 19th maybe not your 29th or your 39th birthday but you're working on it <laughs> yeah
3: i try to stay young and i definitely like um working with young people and they it's very energizing the to sell homes to them it really is fun
1: well it's it's very good you as you hit on the outline and and the and the gentleman here also in the same marketplace you can be a star at five years old. You can be a star at 75 years old. You also need to buy homes if, about every five years anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. And so having a real estate agent, you can count on. You wouldn't you wouldn't have a newbie do your will each each year. Exactly. <laughs> and you don't want to have a different real estate agent if you can avoid it. But some people have to move between cities. And I know that re, you're with REMAX, right? Yes. And REMAX does a great job in referrals, so you're always glad to... Fine, see, smell, touch, and, and it, work with it, one more customer. Right? It
3: definitely promotes entrepreneurialism too, compared to a lot of the other brokerages in the area. They're more corporate it moved, and I like to—I um, just like working on my own. I'm very motivated to self-discipline to get the thing done by myself.
1: Well, Joey, I'll always like to hear those those one liners, those two liners, those three liners. So, what is your elevator speech for real estate?
3: Well, I, I'm here today to talk about how. How do I make people see what realtors really do for you? Mm-hmm. I mean, people do not know the, what is involved, and um, it's not that big, uh, fancy lifestyle either. We work a lot of hours. We we give out a lot of ourselves. We listen to a lot of stories. And um, I'd like to see people know the details so that there's a lot more respect in the industry.
1: Well, give us your 30-second most exciting story in real estate.
3: Well, I have a funny story. We'll take a funny (laughs) one today. We might
1: make it a comic book. (laughs)
3: Exactly. Because my dream is to actually do real a reality show of what real transactions look like. Okay. Hey Rich,
1: <laughs> okay. Rich here's an opportunity. Let's, we can let's have it. a conversation later. <laughs> yeah.
3: So I um, and that's one thing about me. I do not stick with one type of personality or clientele. I'm when people come to me and say, Can you help me if I'm happen to be in that spot, it could be in the lower end of town. It could be I mean I sell homes. I've sold a thirty thousand dollar home and I've sold a five hundred, six hundred thousand dollar home. So My style is. I met this couple. I was. It was a listing, and they were um, foreign, and they didn't know anything about how to do a a transaction, Mm. and they wanted to pay cash, but they said, "I said, okay, well, what you know to start them." It was kind of funny that they said, "We have cash," and I'm like, "Where is it? You know, what bank?" So we can, (laughs) and it ended up being behind underneath in a in a in a bookcase. So I was like, "Oh my god, this is okay." So you have. it was a $135,000 transaction, oh, wow. and oh, they never ha- put the money in the bank. And so, the funniest thing, I showed up, I held their hand <laughs> through the whole thing, and I showed up to the bank because I told them the first thing you got to do is put the money in the bank because <laughs> the closing attorney will not accept <laughs> this cash on the table. <laughs> duffel
0: bags well, do not work.
3: Right. <laughs> they showed up, it was so funny, with the duffel bag, duffel bag <laughs> oh. on their shoulder of yeah. all this cash into wow. the bank. It was hilarious. Well,
1: I know that banker had a, has a good story, too, so a lot of people have good <laughs> yeah. stories. Well, Joy, how do people find Joy, the great real estate agent from Remax today? Well,
3: It's really easy. JoyMcGraw.com. and Could you spell that? Oh, it's J O Y like Christmassy Joy. J O Y M C G R A W dot com and um, Best Phone? It's number? real easy, seven seven zero three two nine three seven nine three. And I always answer my phone.
1: And the best and the best email in case you don't have time to go to your website and click contact me.
3: Yes. Um J McGraw at Remax.net. Cool. Thanks so much for well, the time today. Joy,
1: it was great to have you in the studio today. Now, I'm, I've saved a couple of minutes here at the end because I want to go back and talk about something fun the boys are doing here. They have, uh, they're have they fixing to launch something which really will help their industry and actually will help your industry because more people will be better, make more, and be looking for a new house to put their head in, their rack. So, um, Taylor and Noah, share with me what you're doing uh, in terms of connecting people. One of the things here we do at the radio station and one of the things we do in Buckhead is we try to help people find resources they probably couldn't find by themselves. And I think you've got a neat initiative coming up in next year that will do that.
2: Absolutely. Um, w- there are a couple things. Um, first off is our uh, monthly event series that we're kicking off um, at the beginning of the year. Um, it's called Ignite. We're really excited about it. We'll be hosting it at 1040 West Marietta Street, uh, Atlanta, Georgia, 30318 at Strongbox West. Um, and basically what we're doing there is uh, – um, we've partnered with the Ritz Group, which we'll talk a little bit more about later. Um, but we're we're really excited now because with the state of Georgia, right, we're number three in the nation for production. But when you look around the rooms, and I'm a part of most industry groups here in town. I just joined um, the NATS and went to my first Emmy party last week, so that was wow. fun. Um, but the Georgia Production Partnership with all these great groups, right? But you don't really see anyone truly profiteering from this multi billion dollar business here. And why? Well, Money's in a duffel bag, right? <laughs> <laughs> so to speak. Well, you know, we're a location state, right? And so um, it's great for studios. It's, gr- it's great for the below-the-line crew because we build up an infrastructure there. But the money comes from L.A. or New York. The project is made here. And then the money and resources go back to L.A. or New York where the project is then distributed. And the creative property, the intellectual property is there owned. You know, and so how do we fix that? And, you know, right now in the state of Georgia, where we are benefiting from the consequences of decisions being made outside of our market, and we're saying, hey, let's do what we can to become players in those decisions. And so, what we're doing is we're launching statewide initiatives. Um, to bring the industry together, the best of, and we're also launching a fund so that we can start investing in Georgia-based companies and projects that go somewhere.
1: Wow. Well, you know, you got way past the event. Let's go back and focus on the event because we want well, to wrap up. The, yeah,
2: this is this is important because this is the mission. Okay. So if you want to be a part of that, you should come out to our event um, at the beginning of the year. We're going to be um, hosting these events every month with a special curated list of speakers Um, We're inviting some great network uh, producers, directors, um, basically employers, and some great people below the line that need opportunities, as well as vendors such as yourself, Joy. So that's going to be on a Wednesday,
1: Tuesday, Monday, Thursday, what night?
2: We're probably going to be looking at a Thursday okay. night. It's going to be a, what, 6 to 9 type event? Mm-hmm. Probably something like a, um, a a 7 to 9, seven uh, nine. type deal, You're yeah. are going to
1: be over in the west side again, get that address. Yeah,
2: yes. 1040 West Marietta Street, um, and that's Atlanta, Georgia, 30318. Uh, and please keep updated with us on our website. We're sharing all the latest news there. We've partnered with Paramount Pictures to release uh, behind-the-scenes info of all their latest projects as well matchbookeast.com that's right. matchbookeast.com but good. noah um he wanted to sit, talk about you can really quickly yeah right? absolutely uh,
0: so we have a uh, really cool program happening really soon called uh, you can now uh, to give it, to paint the picture really quickly uh, a lot of people go into this industry really wanting to make things. They want to tell stories. They want to develop things. Now, Matchbook Media Plus PR, we really believe in the fact that people get opportunity. People deserve the opportunity to be able to do what they want to do, to develop their product, to, to help out their business. And we want to be a part of that, part of that initiative full first and foremost. But we also want, are partnering with the Ritz Group for a new project called You Can. Now, in this industry, a lot of people see it as there's this invisible wall with a big fog around it that it's really hard to get into this industry <laughs> That's sometimes. That's like real
1: estate, too, in a yeah, way.
0: <laughs> they, yeah, absolutely. And, and a lot of people see it where it's just like, okay, where's the staircase? Where's the rope? Where's the ladder? How do I get across this? Well, You Can almost creates... Uh, an opportunity for doors to be opened, almost in a literal sense. And what's going to be great about it is we're going to be able to give more details as we go along, but we want to create... Uh, a program that's going to allow people to connect with other content creators, connect with studios, and be able to reach out to more people who are like minded who want to accomplish the same thing. All right. Now, again, social media is great, but there are a lot of venues that pe- the lot, there's a lot of holes within social media that don't connect people the right way. And we want to create that. First and foremost, for everybody, so we're there's really no excited. There's action in Is that media? Going, exactly. be a, a going to be action. a web-based
1: solution for people to go to? And there's a you can website? Right. Yes, we're going to be. Yeah, yep. We're, we're well, developing we're, everything. We're right going to now. be. First of the year,
2: mm-hmm. we'll be uh, updating everyone at the beginning of the year with the launch. Well, Absolutely. I'm looking
1: forward to that curated web list you're going to have, and I and I hope people will go to your website at MatchbookEast.com.
0: Yes. <laughs> also follow us on Facebook and Twitter as well too.
1: Follow you on all those things. So we've had <laughs> we've had Noah and Taylor with us today, and. Uh, representing the, the, a side of an industry which most people don't realize how fast growing and, and how big the duffel bag with the money coming back and forth to Georgia might be. Absolutely. And, uh, Joy, from RE-MAX today, <laughs> thank you for being with us. And uh, I think you'll probably have a couple more folks who are just looking for that perfect home to lay their head in.
3: Thank you for your time.
1: And we appreciate the Buckhead Business Association for sponsoring us today, and we're here at the Pro Business Channel in our billion-dollar view looking over mm-hmm. Buckhead, and it's clearing up. So all you folks have a great afternoon and a great holiday, and we will see you soon.
0: Thank you for joining us and our guests on the Pro Business Channel. Use the social media links here to share today's show and stay tuned for the next episode of the Buckhead Business Show. Brought to you by the Buckhead Business Association.